How does Mr. Miyagi feel about it? Mr. Miyagi, he, um... Well, he, he doesn't, uh... You know, he doesn't need to know about it if, um... But he knows you're competing. Yeah. I mean, he knows that. He just, he doesn't approve. Well, everybody has a right to his opinion. Look, I won't say anything. Thanks. Welcome to Karate Kid 3 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 3, three desired, devoted, and disciplined minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from the Next Real Podcast are Andy and Pete. Welcome back. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, and we should just say we're all also the Marvel Movie Minute, just to be more oh, specifically tied into to this show. But yeah. Right, because Karate Kid is a Marvel character. Um, or a DC character, I'm not <laughs> more, sure. More, it's a minute character. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there is. I did see something in the credits. There was a DC, you know, use yeah. permission from DC. Yeah. So. Right. Oh my gosh, are you? Uh, that's right. That's absolutely right. I totally forgot that. Uh, it's yeah. not related at all to Daniel Larusso yeah. or Miyagi. It just happens to be a character called the Karate Same Kid name. in the comic. Yep. Wow. Uh, but today we are talking about minutes 69 to 72 of The Karate Kid Part 3. They begin with Daniel driving angrily and end with a painful task. And uh, I do want to wish, since it is Friday, happy TIGF. That is Thomas Ian Griffith Fridays here on Karate Kid <laughs> 3 Minutes. Uh, we, cel- we celebrate uh, and, you know, give that t- if, if you observe it. If, if you don't observe it, you know, I don't want to, you know, put my holidays on you. But, uh um, we're selling right here. Anyway, I love that. And I can't wait for the shirt, the TIGF shirt. That is yeah. like what is, the absolute what, best thing I've ever heard. Money in the bank. Can I, can I just ask what, what are some of the, some of the cultural like, uh, trappings of TIGF? <laughs> like, what do you, what do you do? Is there a cake? Is it some sort of a rolled cake? Is there a surprise inside? Uh, uh, it, ends, it ends with a bucket of paint dumped on your head. <laughs> I know that much. Yes. I would, I, you're right. I would wear that shirt. <laughs> I, I would. I would proselytize this holiday. <laughs> We'd have to make that. Sh- you'd have to involve revenge in some way during Friday, yeah. sometime during the day. Fear revenge and revenge. Fear yes. and pain. Yes. Yeah. Both right. Of those. <laughs> and uh, kick so high that you uh, <laughs> start singing soprano. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All you need to know is that <laughs> is that on that day you cannot walk, breathe, or see. And that's you're celebrating something that that day. There will be no walking, breathing, or seeing. Yeah. Uh, We pick up where we left off on Wednesday with Daniel angrily leaving the bonsai shop after Miyagi showed him how to sweep, but with a broom. And, uh, yeah, Miyagi and Jessica sadly watch their hothead friend Daniel uh, drive off. They do the look, too, which is so great. Like, you can tell. They're like, okay. Follow this target, and then both their heads move exactly the same way. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Oh, follow yes, my finger. The car is moving. Follow my yeah. finger. Yeah. Like, stare yeah. into the middle distance and follow my finger. <laughs> Those kids around the railroad tracks just ran by. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we go to what I think is a pretty artful shot here of Terry Silver in the mirrors, you know, doing some karate. We. Yes, these two versions of Terry we've seen in this movie, the the side that Daniel sees and the side that we really know what's going on. Um, is, they're absolutely, Avildsen is trying to convey this, right? I mean, right? I, I, I'm assuming. Um, <laughs> the duality yeah. of Terry? The duality, duality. yeah. 
Um, One would like to think that that Avildsen was thinking um, about that. I, there's also the realities of, you know what, when Daniel comes in here, we can't see the camera, so one of these mirrors we're going to have to set at an angle. <laughs> and luckily, it can it creates that that fantastic ability to have those double shots. Yeah. So it's you know I think it's a little of both. I think the production team said, oh, what what if we move that mirror and then. And Avildsen is like, oh, but look, and now we get the duality of man. Uh-huh. That's right. It's a chicken or the egg shot. That's what that is. <laughs> we'll never know. But uh, I, I, I like that we go to a very familiar shot here. We got Daniel wearing the red jacket, just like in the first one, timidly walking in the Cobra Kai dojo again, you know, passing the John Kreese standee. Uh, stopping to look at the military photo of Kreese just like he did, but this time there's a black cloth draped over the top as if, uh, uh, I, I guess that must be a customary thing. I, I don't know anything about that. but it's a, it's a Catholic thing, right? Is that a Catholic thing? I am Is so it? not the guy to ask, but I, I thought it was a, a shroud. I, you asked me about TIGF all day. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Again, just the way that they shoot this, it's not quite as effective as it could be because like at first when it, we move past it so quickly, like it does, the camera isn't even focusing on the photo. It's just focusing on Daniel. So when I look at it, I'm like, Oh, did he just like throw his shirt on the top of the frame? Like it, it happens so quickly. It just, it's, it's kind of ineffective the way that they directed it. Yeah. He's all in black. Was that like a vest that went with that outfit? <laughs> Where, why would you hang your shirt up on a, okay. Over the, right. There's no coat, yeah. coat racks. What are you going to do? But uh, Daniel stands quietly, um, just as Matt is doing, and watching uh, Terry finish his routine. I, I got to ask you, Matt, what 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 are your thoughts on Terry's form here? Because uh, really good, obviously. Like, he's... I mean, could he be the best around here in this Karate Kid <laughs> franchise? I mean, <laughs> at least one of the best. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think so. Um, I mean, technically, he's doing Taekwondo and not Karate, but still, <laughs> really good. Uh, oh, look at that. there we go. That's what I came for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not that great. <laughs> I had no idea. That, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> I, um, I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> My God. <laughs> um, yeah, continuity. Somebody in continuity is just like they are in a permanent facepalm. Like seriously, with Taekwondo. <laughs> seriously, we let that go to print. He, you forget oh, this was difference. the 80s they're all just like it's all just every it's all karate like they, they didn't know it's true uh and speaking of continuity like we first saw terry sparring at the mansion he was wearing a white gi and now we see the villain is in black now and it turns out that the actor thomas ian griffith said the black gi and the black belt that he's wearing um are his own um, he had his wife bring it to the set because the white gi was not comfortable at all. He, and I'm sure doing a lot of those high kicks, he wanted to wear something that he wasn't going to split, maybe. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh. And also, that's kind of a flex on set. No, no. Let me bring my personal black belt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he. Okay. That's that's interesting though that like so he goes from like it, again speaking of the duality of this character you know he's wearing white he's wearing black who is he is he the good mm. guy is he the bad guy yeah. mm-hmm. take your weapon mm-hmm. and strike me down <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns and and he throws that million dollar smile on and greets Daniel and uh, he says he's always oh, he's, he's just trying to work the rust out 
which uh, has to remind us that we're supposed to think that Terry Silver is as old as John Kreese. Uh, when in <laughs> actuality, he is the actor is five months younger than uh, Ralph Macchio. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just that height really sells the, the age difference, I guess. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> he's a vampire, and therefore he's True. immortal. It's only it's uh, only a few more years before he will be a vampire. Yeah, he's has to say. Vampires. <laughs> uh so uh it's it's at this point where i'm like almost convinced Dan, uh terry has daniel his his car his house his the bonsai shop bugged because like mm-hmm. it seems like he's totally ready for daniel to show up at the dojo i mean he he set up that whole uh the 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 photo with the black over it you know to sell that this is a a man that's died recently. Uh, he's in mourning of some sort. Maybe he's wearing black because he's in mourning. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's probably rich uh, enough no. to hire ninjas to follow Dan. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's ninjas specifically. <laughs> that's all. That's also in the director's cut. It's like giant moon in the background and ninjas running across rooftops. <laughs> yes. Dallas, San Fernando Valley. Yes. I, I want to yeah. see that so badly now. Yes. Totally. Like, yeah. I can't imagine a man like Terry would just be sitting around the Cobra Kai dojo, this empty dojo all day waiting for uh, – oh, day no, no, after no. day. Waiting I for said day I was going to make this my full-time business. I, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yes. Well, don't forget, you guys. Again, spoiler. Uh, John Kreese is also hiding behind his own stand-up there <laughs> the whole time. We just don't no. see him yet. <laughs> Not in this scene. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been there the entire he's time. He's there the whole time. He's always been there. Let me blow your mind right now. There is no standee. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs a little oil. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he did. You blew my mind right there. That's right. Noodle baked. <laughs> uh, to Terry's delight, uh, Daniel tells him that he is here for his help on a short-term basis. So he doesn't want to like. And uh, and Terry plays to his ego some more. Oh, it'd be an honor. And then he's like, Oh, how does Miyagi feel? Like. Uh, it's almost as if Daniel's cheating on me. I mean, he is cheating on Miyagi, right? I mean, <laughs> but it really is like, like, uh, ooh, how's your girlfriend think about you hanging out with me? <laughs> you know, um, like he want, like Daniel wants something that Miyagi can't give him, and now he's got to go to go to somebody else with shame on his face. It's very right. <laughs> well, and secrets are provocative, right? Like just having yeah. the secret, it's in, it's it, it's enticing, and and I think they weirdly. I think they play that well, and this sequence is a is a nice twist that it is mm-hmm. like it's the it's peak gaslighting. It's like not only are, am I going to give you something you want, but in exchange, I'm about to trick you into doing something horrible to yourself. Like <laughs> you're so in the bag for me that you're right. going to bleed for me, and I think that's really I, I think that's actually diabolical. Like it's just diabolical. So I, I think oh. that's good. It, it is, yeah, exactly. It's some sort of uh, some sort of like sadomasochistic delight that he has yeah. on dominating this kid uh, in, the, in in the scene and in, in, in this movie. I mean, and uh, and I like that right here. It's like he's like, oh, everybody has a right to his own opinion. You know, I, I won't say anything. And it's like I'm not going to win this kid over by immediately like going, oh, Miyagi doesn't know crap. You know, yeah, it's very smart yeah. to him. Like, oh, yeah. Obviously, you know, he's he's got his own beliefs. Yeah. It's not something that maybe me and you share, though. Uh, right, <laughs> right, right. We have something special. Yeah. We're sadists. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. 
We know when people need to get punched. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you think that he's a little like, is there some part of him that is concerned that ele- some of the elements of his plan aren't falling into place? Cause it was, you know, to get back at both Daniel and Mr. Miyagi, like when, when he was having that conversation with, uh, with, um, uh, Chris. Or, yeah. Crease earlier in the film. Uh, do you think that there's an element? Because now Miyagi isn't participating and is like said, I'm not going to be involved. Do you think there's a part of him that is like, is his brain spinning? Like, how can I get him back involved? Mm. Or do you think that he's all or do you think that he would say, you know what? Forget the old man. Let's just focus on the kid. I, I disagree with you, Andy. I disagree with you. And I you think, think that it actually is, is it's part okay. of his plan. And what he says in the beginning is the old man will hurt because of what I do to the boy. Right. Mm. Like. And okay. and we have okay. that scene where Miyagi says, "I hope hope your confusion ends soon because my heart is empty without you." And right, and then I think an air, air supply song plays, and <laughs> and so like we get that's later, by the way. <laughs> curses. <laughs> so like we we like I I I don't know that it's as convincing as maybe I would need it to be. And clearly Miyagi's knuckles aren't bleeding, but <laughs> Daniel's are, and that mm. that it, you know maybe that's that's enough, but. I I think this was part of his plan. I, it just, it, I mean, you know, Kreese was so upset beca- with uh, um, everything that Mr. Miyagi did, particularly at the beginning of the second film, um, yeah. and, and really kind of led him down this road. I just feel like, as far as Kreese is concerned, I would think that he would be wanting more, uh, you know, wanting Silver to take Miyagi down the same road. Yeah, it, his plan seems to work out pretty perfectly, and it's very convoluted, so I don't Dude, know how he pulled it off. Silver. It's Terry Silver. Well, you know, uh, to your point, uh, so was the Emperor's. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. he's like I said, the, it's the best intel he got was in that chimney. And and when he, <laughs> when he heard that they had a disagreement about this tournament, he's like, there it is. That's where I'm going to hurt Miyagi. I'm going to drive his kid away from him and, and – and, turn him to the dark side and then i'm gonna break him <laughs> and that's gonna hurt me out even worse than me just like yeah, yeah. punching it punching him several times yeah. or whatever making his knuckles bleed i'm gonna watch your protege suffer yeah, yeah. get it uh so yeah terry is like oh let's start right now which surprises daniel and the, he mentions he's got the gi hanging in the closet and i'll think if i think it'll fix which is you know it's off screen i think this is adr to like say like oh we gotta explain daniel putting on on the gi, uh, yeah, because it, you don't see it on camera. <laughs> it's so weird. Like this whole thing is so weird. Like, what did you you call? What did one of you called it? Like training. He's what is he doing to him? He's he's grooming. Grooming is that grooming. the word? That he's <laughs> yes. grooming him. It's so weird because I didn't need to know that he has a gi for him because he's in a karate school. Like, <laughs> I imagine they have some gis there. It's okay. Right, right. Just put him in a gi. But the way he says it is, you know, it, it's very kind of cat in the hat. Like, your mother won't mind if you do. You know, it's just so creepy the way right. he says, I, I, you can wear some of my clothes. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just disquieting. Uh-huh. <laughs> creepy. Uh, and then... And- we go to the next scene. We see something that we thought we'd never, ever see. Daniel LaRusso in a Cobra Kai gi. And I, I honestly think it would be more impactful if we saw Daniel in the black ones that they wore at the tournament. Because, yeah. they're, you know, they're very, like, the, the black and the yellow, really, that's that's Cobra Kai. The, the, and sleeveless. 
Sleep. Maybe it was a sleepless part. They're like, yeah. Oh. Ralph's like, you know, <laughs> I haven't been lifting. You have a lot met lately. me, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it is true of the movie because the Cobras do wear white while training in the dojo. Yeah. So, um, and uh, yeah, uh, Daniel starts. Uh, Terry's got the practice pads, uh, and he's holding them, and uh, Daniel lets off a little string of attacks before. Uh, uh, Terry tells him to catch his breath. What do you think, Matt? What do you, what do you think of uh, Daniel Russo laying into those pads? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Is that Taekwondo? That. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call flailing. Uh, He's been doing see. a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't recall that as, as much. He like, I think he punches kicks, it a few times. And three punches. Yes, one that's kick right. and three punches, and then it's done. It's like yeah. that was a quick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and take then, a break. And yeah, then of course. You're... Terry, Terry says you're better than I thought. Like, yeah. Also, yeah, he's... you're doing karate, and I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Just shining them on. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's it's uh, it, you know, and he says he's you're ready to move on, um, and uh, it's almost like he's subtly saying like. Uh, it looks like you've been being held back here. You're a lot better than, yeah. you know, really endearing him to him. Yeah. Uh, so Terry starts to give him his uh, first lesson, which uh, he does repeat in Cobra Kai. Uh, but yeah, the, the three things that are going to make you a champion, three D's, uh, desire, devotion, and dimension. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> discipline, discipline. Um, and he says, the first I can't give you, uh, the first two I can't give you, the last one I can, discipline. <laughs> you have to Daniel. be ready to receive it. Yeah. Are you ready to receive it, Daniel? <laughs> it's so, like, it, it, it is, it's creepy, and it's also, I, I don't know, it's, it's I don't know, tr- uh, brainwashing him a little bit, maybe? Yeah. Uh, like a call and response kind of thing? Like, you're going to you're gonna listen to me, and you're going to, you know, that, that's just going to be our relationship. You know, I came I came on very kindly and stuff, but now it's you can, he's going to be programmed, um, and maybe that's just it, it could be the Cobra Kai way. I mean, the the Cobras uh, seem to be very much like they follow John Kreese to the letter, except for well, Bobby, you had a yeah. little bit of heart there. <laughs> well, I I think so too, and I think this is another and and I have I'm I'm conflicted on terry silver as a cartoon villain just in general it's it's laughable kind of the way he he portrays this character so over the top but this scene is another thing to really celebrate because of their physical like they're just physical differences on screen oh yeah that intimidation comes right through when he stands over and looks down at daniel it it's like you can totally see that like continuing to convert daniel uh, into this you know cobra kai ish kind of thing like to, into the guy who's gonna go ahead and punch the wood mm-hmm. and the walking back and forth keeping him yeah. you know off yep. his balance a bit circling um, his prey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> yeah totally yeah yeah um and terry asked him if he's willing and you know this seems kind of familiar like uh, when miyagi first asked daniel if he's ready to learn and Daniel's like, oh, I guess so. And then he gives him the whole, like, you, you know, stand on either side of the road. If, you know, you've got to be in the middle, you'll get squished like a grape. Um, and then for I him, the words like, were do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> wait, wait, different, different movie. Uh, <laughs> um, Are we sure Karate Kid isn't Star Wars? 
I, I, it's starting to feel that way. Is that <laughs> is that the end of your entire show? You get to the end and you say, okay, yes, yes it is. Karate Star Kid Wars. is Star Wars. <laughs> yep, and I'll 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 set uh, I'll wait for my cease and desist letter from Star Wars Minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's 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 this whole like uh, yes sir, and Daniel's like you know yes sir, and then and then stand up straight. He's conditioning Daniel, and, and he tells him about the quicksilver method. Uh, which Daniel's like, yeah, that's pretty. You like that, huh? Uh, <laughs> and like Daniel's like, that's your name, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's funny. It's like I'd. Uh, th- this is just. This is not just the, his main cry. This is something he designed for intensive short-term training for times like these. Like, not. This is not just his whole spiel. This is just one of the many spiels he could have. How many uh, times like these do you think he's run into? <laughs> I think he's just making this up as he goes along. This one's just for the All Valley Tournament. Just for this one. Right, right. And we have a short amount of time, and you've left your teacher, right. and you need some short training. And it's, I guess it's just about front sweeps. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Miyagi's first rule is uh, karate is for defense only. Terry's first rule is a man can't stand, he can't fight. And I'm just like... Hmm. <laughs> Which is the more evil sounding? Uh, <laughs> and he tell, and of course the, the whole repeating, you know, the call and response thing to get Daniel to say it with conviction. With conviction. Um, and it's then the military part coming through. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's a big part of it too. You know, I'm sure you've got to submit to some discipline if mm-hmm. you're, you know, a military man. You uh, fall in line. Um, and do you then think t- Daniel? Do you think Daniel should have, like, had a f- a few like kernels of doubt when he walked in and there was this wooden man that is like designed to be kicked out and broken? Like, it seems like <laughs> is that something that should normally be in a dojo? Is that something that that people construct? <laughs> I, I am sorry to cite this once again, but it was I think it was last Friday when I looked up the New York Times review at this uh, of, of this movie. And it was because they were citing a line that Daniel was saying after realizing he botched the whole bonsai tree business uh, uh, and, you know, it got broken, all that. He says, quote, why am I so stupid? And the New York Times reviewer was like, that is the line for this movie. Like, why is he so stupid? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, because it is Daniel LaRusso is just not allowed to grow uh, until these movies are done. I, I don't know. Yeah. So. Uh, please tell me there has been some growth at least by the time we get to Cobra Kai. Or is he still <laughs> this stupid? Because I tell you. As I watch this, I'm like, God, was it? no wonder people want to root for the other guy when you get to the yeah. TV show because he's he's just a, a not a bright guy through any of these films. He seems to have grown and then he reverts and then he yeah. grows and then he reverts. <laughs> this is uh, so. This movie is is a whole reversion. That's what it feels like to me. Like this, is, this to to that point, we're stepping way back because he's especially he's the worst. Especially in a franchise where they deliberately call the second and third films, it's not Karate Kid 2 and 3, it's part 2 and part 3, as if this is all a cohesive whole where we see a character growing from the beginning of the first film to the end of the third film. But no, it's like we just keep going back and forth the whole time. It's, it's a strange, strange structure that they've chosen with this. That, that first draft 
that they had the previous writer do involved uh, Daniel helping Miyagi train another kid. And it, it did, the script wasn't the greatest, but I, I think it probably would have worked better to have Daniel being a more of a mature uh, a role than, than this, what's going on here. Because, yeah. yeah, yeah, here he is still just, duh. Yeah, because imagine <laughs> that. The now, then yeah. we have Daniel, we have Daniel as an, like, not to armchair rewrite this movie, but then we would have Daniel as both a business partner and a legit roommate. Yeah. Or for, you know, it, it just feels like more balanced in this movie. I think that's one of the problems that I have with it throughout is that it's just so imbalanced scene to scene. Like it just he doesn't make any sense in any of these contexts anymore. If there was no. any movie that needed to be balanced, it would be a Karate Kid movie. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's gotta, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's supposed to be balanced. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, he my, my last note on this is just like. uh uh a man can't stand, he can't fight. And so, wait, like, I won't be able to stand if I smash my ankles into these two-by-fours. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm not supposed to stand and not fight? I don't Because <laughs> uh, that looks like it hurts. Uh, but Yeah, uh, well, I, they sell it. And the whole steampunk nature of this device, that he, this torture device for punching that he has created, is delightful bit of production design. Like, I just really, uh, I, I don't know. It's, I don't know if this is a thing that exists like in in dojos like this whole pipe fit God, i hope would matt has I, one at home right I hope well, <laughs> well, i've seen plenty of like um chinese movies where like people practicing like wing chung kung fu yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. The, the wooden dummy with all the little arms coming out of it but i don't think their goal is to like smash it into bits it's yeah and, like and i've never seen a chinese one with like work gloves on the end of the two <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. We really want you to believe that you're breaking an arm here. <laughs> and and if there was a point where they should have done a callback to the second movie where they're, you know, back to the bar where we were uh, talking about in the last film, mm. um, like that would have been the this would have been a time to have a callback like that. Because, again, you're breaking things and you see tough guys like hurting their hands as they're trying to hit that. It was ice, though, or I can't remember. what. Yeah, it was. It was, it was ice breaking. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're this saying would have been a time to t at least use a connection and find a way to tie it into the previous film. So you're saying they should have had the scene where like he's trying to hurt Daniel, but Daniel like breaks it effortlessly because of his. <laughs> oh, that would have been perfect. Oh, yes. Perfect. Just Harry like so irritated because every single thing he sets up, he just knocks right, right back down again. And just like, oh. <laughs> you know, I didn't expect this to happen, but I think Andy, I think you just broke it for me worse this movie like <laughs> he already learned how to hit hard things right Why that's what none I'm of his skills yeah. carry over that's such a good like and it's made even worse with a part three at the end of it this yeah. movie is bonkers <laughs> yeah it should have been like oh this is this must be like drum technique but with my feet i get it <laughs> just like <laughs> break right through it exactly <laughs> Well, uh, no, nobody has anything else to add. Uh, I do believe we had a very successful week of intensive short-term podcasts, so I really appreciate you guys uh, coming by uh, to talk about Karate Kid Part 3. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I, I wouldn't have it no other way. I love, I love talking about these movies. Uh, actually, the response you're both looking for is thank you, sir. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh right, right. Sorry, okay. sir. Yeah, yeah, sir. All right. <laughs> Please let everybody know uh, where they can find you guys on the web. 
Uh, absolutely. You can find our uh, The Next Reel podcast at thenextreel.com and uh, Marvel Movie Minute at marvelmovieminute.com. They're both part of the True Story FM network. So, um, yeah, just look them up and you can tune in. Uh, the Marvel Movie Minute, we are done with Thor and Captain America, the first Avenger is coming up at some point. Woo-hoo! At some point. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again for uh, coming by our show. Uh, we do want to let everybody, uh, Matt and I really want some female guests to come on for next season. So get your emails in karate kid minute at gmail.com. Uh, no, we're not just looking to talk to ladies. It's actually because we're doing the next karate kid, which stars Hillary Swank, a female protagonist. And we want to get a female point of view on the show. Uh, so uh, please, even if you haven't even seen the movie, you want to check it out. You like Pat Morita, you know, <laughs> you might enjoy some nineties fun. I don't know. Maybe you're like, what about Walton Goggins and his the roles that you never t- hear him talk about? Uh, maybe maybe you're into, into that. Anything like that. Uh, next Karate Kid is our next season. We, I'm, I'm really hoping we get at least started before the next season of Cobra Kai uh, starts. So and we'll be talking about that four minutes at a time. Um, so, uh, but tune in next week when uh, Daniel's Cobra Kai training gets really intense. Uh, and until next time. Now the real pain begins, Danny boy.